Welcome back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast from the makers of the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. How's everybody? Now we didn't we didn't do that one already. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Ha! That sounds familiar. You're saying someone else makes the Inspired Incompetence Podcast? (laughs) That would make more sense. Okay, so we're in Verilich, if you can believe it. Um, and last week we left off, uh, having just teleported to the top of this insanely tall waterfall. Uh, oh yeah. I remember that. Yep. It was 800 feet tall and the limit of dimension door was 880, I think. Uh, 840 is dimension door. I thought we used two of them to get up here. Yeah. I used one to get to the base of the waterfall and then one to get from the base to the top. Oh yeah. That's right. You know, I was looking up other waterfalls to be like, just like, just to give you a scope of just how big this waterfall is. And then I'm looking up like other waterfalls, and I was like, oh, it's actually not really all that tall compared to real life waterfalls. Huh. Um, I mean, I looked up Niagara Falls. That's at at very most. I guess it like varies depending on which part, how far over you are when you measure. It's 188 feet. 188 uh, feet? Yeah, 188, which obviously is much shorter than 800. But uh, <laughs> then we've got um, the Angel Falls in Venezuela, uh, which is 3,212 feet tall. No way. Yeah, I Googled it. It's got to be right. How do you think they measure those? Do you think they send somebody <laughs> over with a tape measure? Yeah, there's like someone ha- like standing on the <laughs> cliff holding the, the end of the the tape and somebody just jumps down and like and they just you know see uh where it stops they all right use guys the, we gotta get it right this time they use the tape this measure a as a repelling device yeah there you go so yeah you guys are standing at the precipice of the wailing cascade you're out of the freezing cold mist that the waterfall was creating from all of the uh all of the water that was failing to reach the bottom on the way down and just turning into a cloud of ice-cold vapor. And if you turn around and you look out the other way, you've got a, admittedly, a, like a breathtaking view of your your journey so far. And like you can just see insanely far out. If you really squint, pretty sure you can make out the river-esque. Can't make out visual. Or you know, it, it's remains, but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of beautiful up here. You know, fate like going towards Gallowspire, it's clear you still have uh, quite a ways to go, but probably feels like you're like on the edge of the world right now, at the top of this waterfall. Aunt Elias will uh, bask in it. Is, is it is it cold? It's cold up here, isn't it? It is. It is cold. You're you're not going to start taking non-lethal damage like you were in the mist. Um, haven't really gone over it. I mean, Uhtred put on that cold weather gear, but I don't know if anybody else actually has cold weather gear, but uh, I think you probably could have just picked some up at Castle Faunum. But yeah, it is it is cold. You are... Geographically, this would be the equivalent of, like, midway up Canada. Mm. in like April. Okay, so like not necessarily freezing, but it's not comfortably warm either. 
Yeah. And being from Last Wall, uh, or at least some of you being from Last Wall, uh, you are also accustomed to colder weather. Uh, Last Wall sees very harsh winters, but Verilich, especially up on this mountaintop, uh, is certainly uh, a tier or two colder than what you're used to in Last Wall. Maybe even colder than like the more tame winter days in Last Wall. You've certainly been colder before, but it is uh, it is noteworthy that it is cold. Uh, it is also uh, fairly late, which would also uh, add to the coldness. Uh, I believe we ended last session uh, with you guys preparing to set up camp. Yep. Yeah, we were at the top of the waterfall, and we were going to you know, yeah, set up here for the night. Enjoy the view. Elksy uh, turns to Teoblith and says... Well, thank you for that. Uh, I've never flown before, but I have to say I was not looking forward to it. Yeah, well, this was just the easiest way to get us out of that mist. Even flying, Indeed. we would have had to go through it. Yes, you're right. I'm just glad that I could keep my hooves on the ground. Well, I suppose we should start uh, setting up camp. I can go look for firewood. Sure, you do that. Teolith is... Not interested in looking for firewood. He has other plans. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you guys, you know, one way or another, can get camp set up. It's a pretty uh, elementary uh, task at this point. Uh, did anybody have anything specific they wanted to do? Yeah, if it looks like we're, like, just, we, like, we definitely are just settling in for the night. Tivlith had never, he's tempted to try something. Because he has the ability to fly and plenty of mental focus left to do it. Okay. So I think Teoblith wants to uh, pop an echolocation spell and just like fly back down the waterfall just to get a better picture of the waterfall in its entirety since you can't see like the bottom third of it through the mist. Okay. So uh, tell me what echolocation does. Echolocation. Beyond exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) You can perceive the world by creating high-pitched noises and listening to their echoes. This gives you blind sight to a range of 40 feet. The echo-producing noises are too high-pitched to be heard by most creatures and can only be detected by dragons and other creatures with echolocation abilities. Can't use it if you're deaf and and cannot detect anything in an area of silence. Okay. I appreciate those two uh, caveats being put in. Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. uh, Go ahead and give me a perception check. That's a 31. Wow. So anyone watching is just like, Teoblith probably doesn't even say a word to anyone. He just kind of wanders off of camp. And anyone that turns to watch, he just like walks to the edge of the cliff and just steps off. What a badass. (laughs) I feel like our genus is probably like, well... Uh, I don't know him well enough. Is, is Does anybody know if he's suicidal? <laughs> he spent one day with Tom. Yeah, like, that's literally... Lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> Just like, what is, what is happening? I, I think that Uchir kind of expects that whenever Teoblith leaves the group, 
it, that's how it's going to be. Just get up, <laughs> say nothing, walk away, never see again. And you'll never see him again. Yep. <laughs> okay. Randolph and Thalias are uh, too busy talking to each other on, uh, on the cliff. You overhear, um, everything the light touches is your kingdom. <laughs> well, I know it's not daylight now, but use your imagination. Use my imagination, whatever. Thalias! I'm just going back. We're having like our friendly banter looking out the side of the cliff. I love that idea of, yeah, everything the light touches you see is we clearly know this is not our land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Teoblith is uh, flying down the visible portion of the waterfall, getting a, a better look at the surroundings. And you're, you're like, if you're not right in front of it, you're still very close now to the the cascading water, like the waterfall itself, and the rumble is uh, quite loud. But through the static, you can hear a muffled voice uh, coming from uh, within the the obscured bottom portion where the the mist rests. You hear assassins, and a creature flies up out of the mist. Oh boy, Teoblith. You see a sleek, dark dragon moving (laughs) with a disturbing serpentine grace, its eyes glowing as if lit from within by crimson embers. So this is another Crick situation. The new guy who we know owe nothing to made his own mess. Just let it sort itself out. Yeah, I'm down to hide for this one, guys. <laughs> I, I've lost too many people, and being connected to people is uh, the worst thing ever. So, I'm trying to justify not starting this encounter like this, but as Matt just read... Dragons can hear it. <laughs> yeah, echolocation. You can't hear the sound unless you're a dragon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Um... Yeah. You couldn't just set up camp and do watches like a good boy, could you? <laughs> Fucking, I've been around for centuries. I am so smart. How has he been around for centuries with this cavalier attitude? You're lucky we had a bonding moment last watch. <laughs> I knew it was suicide. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as the surprise round, this dragon closes uh, a fair bit of distance uh, to Teoblith. Now, when the dragon was like, Assassins! Was he like... He probably wasn't like whispering. He wasn't like, Assassins! <laughs> right? He probably like, you, you assassins! <laughs> it was probably like, did we hear it? Can we at least roll a perception? Yeah, you guys can roll perceptions. Uh, like like I said, though, this was... It was the yeah, I mean, we're shouted this from away. within the mist... Under, like at the bottom of the waterfall almost not at the bottom of it but like a fair deal down uh, so it's not a guarantee that you'll hear it but I'll certainly give it to you uh, so. well, I rolled a natural 20 because you might not have known this but Uhtred has a professionally trained ear to dragons <laughs> I did not know this okay so uh, perception checks uh, 10 for our genus 30 for Uhtred all right, with a, a 30, Uhtred definitely, he might not hear that the word shouted was assassins, but he hears a, what must be a very loud, guttural 
voice shouting something because it sounds very far away and it can still be heard over the roar of the waterfall. But uh, it is coming from the direction Teoblith just disappeared to. Um, I want everybody to give me initiative checks, please. Teoblith. 26. Well, you're going to need it. Yep. Glad. Of the... <laughs> uh, eight. Okay, Uhtred. 24. And Randolph. 22. All right. Can can we, like, we can't see him through the mist. Like, even if we look down. He's over can... the edge right now. Uh, no, Teoblith has not entered the mist yet. Oh, okay. The mist goes up, I want to say, 300 of the 800 feet. Oh, so if like we looked over the edge, <laughs> we would see a very panicked Teoblith and uh, a, a, a dragon following right after him. Uh, yeah. Uh, in this moment, if you looked over, you know, that's, I mean, it depends on what Teoblith does, but probably. Uh, yeah, speaking like, of which, Teoblith, it is your turn. Yeah, I was like, is the dragon like out of the mist yet? Yes, you can see it. Okay. Teoblith is going to... Uh, cast haste and then zoom back upwards <laughs> okay so which um, is going straight up is half distance so it's 45 I'm gonna, feet yeah I'm gonna say you made it 100 feet down before that happened oh okay cool uh, so how how much distance did you say you could go uh, since I can only ascend at half distance that would be 45 feet you need to make a fly check in order to cast a spell. I think he needs to make a fly check to ascend upwards at 100 or at full speed. Flying up at a greater than 45 degree angle requires a DC 20 fly check. There's a 27. <sighs> okay. I, I figured you didn't have a high chance to fail that, but there was any, a any, chance. <laughs> yeah. Any Anything that you can get is going to be Helpful. Okay. Um, Uhtred. What's up? <laughs> You're uh, at, keeping with tradition. That guy that you just met just uh, got himself into uh, a dicey situation all by himself. What are you going to do about it? It is Uhtred's, your turn. Uhtred's going to do... Well, that's what I was really asking, but I think Uhtred's going to uh, do what Nick just did and let out a sigh. <sighs> He's going to stand up. He's going to draw a Valor, and when he draws it, he'll use a standard action to keen it, and then he's going to use his move action to start walking. And he's not, like, he's not doing this with any kind of, like, real urgency, more of that, like, here we go again, like, I guess we got to go do this, like... Deliberate yet begrudging. Right. Like, like he, he's very much like Manny getting up to go do chores on the boat, right? <laughs> that, like, all right, I'm doing it, but, like, I'm not, you know. I'm, I'm not happy about along. it. I'm not mask helmeting it. <laughs> no one will think I want to do this. Right. Can we do uh, knowledge checks on this thing at all? Uh, sure. Everybody else will see it soon enough. So everybody who wants to and has it can give me a knowledge arcana check. Oh, so I got a nat 20 on that for a 41. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you got a close look at it. <laughs> Uhtred got a 22, but I guess okay. we can wait until... Uh... All right, Uhtred and Randolph will, uh, and, and our genus, all know that this creature is a dragon. 
Uh, Uhtred and Randolph would specifically recognize this as an umbral dragon. Uh, and Teoblith knows that this is specifically an adult umbral dragon. And Teoblith can ask four questions about an adult umbral dragon. Okay. Um, tell me about its breath weapon. How do you know they even have one? It's a dragon. It's Dragons a dragon. have breath weapons. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you know that their breath weapon is a 50-foot cone and deals 12d8 negative energy. Ooh. All right. Um, and you also know that there is a an alternate form that their breath weapon can take, but that is a separate question. All right. Well, what's the alternate form of the breath weapon? Uh, you know about their shadow breath ability. Uh, instead of negative energy, it can deal, uh, and it depends on their age category, an adult dragon can deal six points of strength damage with its breath weapon. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, reflex for half on the negative energy, and I believe it's fortitude half for the strength damage. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't read the full description of Shadow Breath. Uh, in addition to the... So, you make a fortitude save, uh, and if you fail, you take six strength damage and are blinded for 1d4 rounds. Uh, a successful save negates the blindness and reduces the strength. It's not damage, it's drain to 1d4 points. Oof. That just got worse and worse the more I read. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm usually more on top of it than that. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. What's next? Uh, what kind of resistances does it have it doesn't have any energy resistances but you do know about its immunity to cold damage okay makes sense seeing where it is um mm -hmm. and last uh give me some dr as dr5 that is overcome by magical weapons probably okay. the best news you've gotten <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not enough <laughs> uh so yeah uh We'll press play, and Uhtred, that's the end of your turn, is now Randolph's Wait, turn. Wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not going to ask our questions yet. We're going to just come back to questions. Teoblith was the only one that rolled high enough to get questions. Oh, I thought you said I ha uh, had one, and Randolph no. had one. You were you... able to identify the type of dragon, but not more than that. Yeah, like this species of dragon, not like this specific. Because with dragons, it gets very, very specific. All right, well then, I have a question as Nick. Um, if this deals negative energy, does that mean our opals have a chance to absorb some of it? You are aware that your opals have been helping you out absorbing negative energy. Um, I think I've come right out and said it once or twice. You absorb a number of negative energy equal to double your level. Anyway, that's... So, yeah. You know that the stronger you get, the more negative energy your opals will absorb. That's Randolph. better news. Yes. What about Randolph? It is your turn. Ooh. Yeah. That's tough. I'll cast haste. And so I'm ready for anything. I want to go invisible and hide, but... You, you um, did see Utre like, walk um, 30 feet in that direction with his move action. So. All right. Well, I'll haste up and also walk that way. Sweet. I'll take haste. Just kind of uh, like shorthanding this, I'd say you guys were probably would have put yourselves at least 50 feet away from the edge of the cliff. So with a move action, Uhtred is now 20 feet away from the cliff. 
But weren't me and Elias pretty close to the edge of the cliff to begin with? No, you were you were like around camp when this combat but, started. No, wasn't he over with Elias talking about when the sun oh, hits? That's true. Okay. Yours. Yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. Uh, so we'll just meet up with where Uhtred is. Sure. If he's saying, hey, something's down there. Well, you would probably oh. just stay there if I'm coming at you going. Oh, yeah. yeah well. Uh, all right. It's Elksy's turn. Elksy is... Elksy moves up to be even with Uhtred and Randolph, and that's about all she can do. Uh, it is now the dragon's turn. Okay, so as a move action, this dragon flies 100 feet straight up. Um, well, hold on. Let's make a fly check. 21. Huh. <laughs> so, like I said, as a move action, this dragon flies straight up. This thing has a 200 foot like fly speed? Yes, it does. Fuck. And then it casts a spell. Okay. Uh, can I spellcraft to identify that? Yep. 29. Is casting dispel magic. Oh. Oh, no. Not at me. Oh. I imagine at the guy flying by him. Yep. Oh. <laughs> um, I was about to say, I'm not sure how well, because I did this with a focus power, but it is a spell-like ability, so it's still subject to dispel magic, I believe. Mm-hmm. Your best advantage right now is that this thing's caster level is not as high as yours. Yeah, an adult dragon. I'm sure it's real low. I mean, I'm just trying to give you whatever I can. DC is 11 plus the spellcaster's level, which is 11, correct? Yeah. So I need to get a 22. And if I do, Teobolith's fly will be dispelled. Now, oh. this is all still oh. happening below the cliff's edge, right? So, like, Yes. Okay, so we don't see it. Well, I guess maybe Randolph could, but uh, me and Arginus don't. Natural two. Woo, oh, buddy. Perfect. You feel the, uh, like, magical equivalent of, like, the harness that's, like, holding you up and propelling you kind of, like, flicker ever so slightly, ever so quickly but your magic holds as this dragon continues to shout, More assassins! Always coming to finish me off! We'll see who's standing last! And it is Arginus' turn. Um, Arginus is going to cast Greater Invisibility on himself. Good call. Are you going to do anything with your move action? Yeah, um, I'm going to get a little bit out of the way over here. Which uh, which way is the cliff's edge? Well, right now you guys are kind of in limbo up here. I like if you like as a move action, you can put yourself next to Utrid and company, or you can. No, my goal isn't to be closer. <laughs> All right. So how how much farther back than the group are you? Uh, probably about ten uh, ten feet, like uh, both side and uh, back. So like, traveled a total of twenty feet diagonally. Sure. Okay, deal bluff. So, how far from the top of the cliff am I? You started 100 feet down, and you said you moved 45 feet Yep. last turn. So you are 55 feet from the top of the cliff. Okay, then I'm going to start with a fly check to keep going straight up. 
which I get. Okay. And yeah, Tila's gonna just shoot straight up and then over the, uh, you know, back over the, the cliffside above solid ground again. And he's gonna. Taking the run action? <laughs> no, just a double move. Because it's. Cause, oh, true. Okay. So, like, 55 feet to get up, which yeah. so you can move which will a leave total me. Of 90 feet. I could move a total a of 90 move. foot straight up. But oh, I'm doing 55 true. straight up, and then I've got another, like, 50 feet almost that I could go uh, horizontally. So, he's going to get get up and, like, just shoot over uh, above solid ground, still being probably about 10 feet off the ground. And as he's going by, he'll just shout at the others, like, "What do you? Don't just stand there in a group. It has a breath weapon. Scatter!" <laughs> yeah, they're the dumb ones. <laughs> Bunch of dummies. <laughs> and while he's completing that last bit of movement, he will pull out his bow and turn. Okay, Uhtred. I think the best way that I'll be able to get away from everyone not knowing what's coming would be to cast fly on myself. Okay. And anything over a 45 degree angle required a fly check? Yes. So Uhtred's gonna kind of like fly backwards and not, you know, like maybe like a 50 degree angle or something. So he's gonna end up on the horizontal 20 feet back from where Randolph and Elksy are, and Delias. And as he's going back those 20 feet, he'll go at like, you know, about a 50, 55 degree angle. So call that 30 feet, 40, 35 above the ground. So you're, so you're ascending at more than a 45 degree angle. What do you mean? You just said you're ascending at a 50, 55 degree angle. Yeah. So you need to give me a fly check. Or then I'll go less than a 45 degree. Whatever one doesn't. Uh, 45 or lower. Okay. So yeah, then I'll go at back at like a, a 40 degree angle. I'm not sure how high 20 feet back at a 40 degree angle puts you above the ground. 15 feet, 20 feet? Sure. Uh, 20 feet. We'll say 20 feet. Yeah. So Uchir goes back 20 feet and up 20 feet after casting fly. And uh, Matt asked any resistances. It had no resistances and it was immune to cold damage. That was it. Okay. Um, then Uhtred's going to spend an Arcana point to put uh, Flaming on his scimitar. Okay. Randolph. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Invisible with Cast Invisibility. Okay. And uh, Elias isn't Invisible, but I'm going to not stand next to him. <laughs> I'll just sort of tell him to go over there somewhere. So maybe it'll just walk into a flank is my hope, you know? Like, okay. Flies, you go over there. I'll stay here. Flank him when he comes up. Elksy's turn. Um, Elksy takes Teobliss' advice and is going to move 30 feet north just to stay spread out. Uh, but as she's doing so, she shouts, ah, I can't be helped. Someone... Uh, can, can someone use magic to help me fly? Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. I wish she said that just slightly sooner. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have had the action economy. She's anyway, Santa's but. reindeer. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, so yeah, Elksy will hold her standard action and use it to fly if somebody hits her with a fly spell. And now it's the Umbral Dragon's turn with a total potential upward movement of 100 feet it easily clears the top of the waterfall um, that is not the flanking position I was hoping for <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of a flanking position how did I botch that so bad well it's unfortunate because it can't see our genus or Randolph but the way it positioned itself to hit everybody with to hit Elksy, Uhtred and Teoblith with that cone uh, it's going to catch the two invisible PCs in it as well. But the good news is Thalias is out of range. Oh, what if me and Thalias switched places? Yeah, that would have been something. So I'm going to need reflex saves from Unlucky. everybody but Thalias. Um, I'm going to okay. use my uh, danger sight um, ability. It's one of my mental focus abilities from my divination school. Um, okay. As an immediate action, I can use one point of mental focus to either give myself a bonus to AC or on a saving throw equal to half my occultist level. So I'll give myself a plus five on this reflex save. Alexi uh, got a ten. Um, I'm going to you, you get a plus eight on this with a hero point. Okay. I don't want to start a dra- adult dragon fight out like crippled. And this is the negative energy one because it's a reflex save. Yes. I don't really care which one it is. I don't want to take any of them. <laughs> so Teoblith got a natural 20 for a 33 on this one. Yeah, of course the person who starts this entire thing is safe. <laughs> I, take, I take solace in the fact that Matt spent uh, resource to give himself a bonus and it didn't matter, so... <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that's true. Let me show you how to do that even better. Uh, Uchir got a 31 plus the hero point for a 39 reflex. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a 22. Uh, I got a 17, but again, intuitively. Yep. <laughs> intuitively. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Elksy failed, Randolph failed, oh. and Arginus failed. Arginus failed? Arginus oh, failed. failed. 22, get failed, dude. Yep. All right, get on off of that thing. 51 points of damage. Uh, and you guys, everybody with O-Balls, that does not include Elksy. You, I mean, reflex save will half that to 25. And then my anybody with evasion wipes out that other half, right? That's true, yes. Um, but however much you end up taking, if any, your O-Balls will absorb uh, 22 points of damage. Oh, that's not too bad. So, three damage. Yeah, three damage. Yes. God, yeah. Only 30-something damage. What was it again? What, was this, what did we start with? 51. 51 minus... 32. 22? Oh, 32. What? Wait. 22. That's How right. many... 20. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you're, 20, t- 29 you're taking or... 29, Randolph, yeah. Randolph yeah. and Arginus take 29. Well, that's fun. That could have been a lot worse. I mean total it did 51 damage which is what axel rolled on the dice yeah it's gonna be fine uh yeah so you guys see this dragon it just kind of like uh so like teoblith flies up over the waterfall and flies past you guys and it's like it's got a breath weapon scatter and you're like you all scatter (laughs) and then you just all look back 
towards the precipice and it's just like all you can hear is the like the static of the waterfall and nothing and then nothing and then nothing and then all of a sudden this huge sized dragon uh, soars up over the edge and it like hangs there for a fraction of a second it looks at all of you and it says a whole group of assassins and then it uh it zooms over to the the north uh, on the map and it gets in the best possible position and it rears its head back and it fires this cone of shadowy energy like the energy ebbs at the the end of uh, its exhale and it sees that while some of you have taken a fair bit of damage especially Elsie who kind of like shuddered from that uh, sees that a couple of you barely took any if nothing at all and it uh, it bears its teeth <sighs> I like from my perspective <laughs> like it, I turn invisible it's like scatter turn invisible you you uh, assassins or whatever, and then breathes on me anyway. Like, take a third of my health just standing there invisibly. I'll be safe here. It goes invisible. Yeah. I'm so smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Arginus, it is your turn. Arginus got breathed on, and so he's going to make a... Um, oh, gotta, he's going to make it a movement out um, north, maybe 30 feet. Uh, and then casts fireball. Okay. Fireball. All reliable. I'm gonna need a uh, caster level check versus its spell resistance. Ah, of course you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, caster level check twenty. You fail to overcome the spell resistance. Oh my god. So just like its perspective of beholding that its breath weapon didn't do all that much when the energy cleared away. You launch that fireball at it. The dragon is engulfed by the ball of flames and then it ebbs and the dragon is just it's still flapping its wings in place, seemingly unharmed. Seemingly unharmed or unharmed? Literally unharmed. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next up is Tia Blith. So Tia Blith is going to uh, (laughs) continue flying back another like 30 feet or so keeps this thing within the first range increment but he's going to take his standard action to uh, use another point of his mental focus to activate his legacy weapon and make it a dragon bane longbow oh that's a good idea but that's a standard action so that is my turn all right utrid man that breath weapon sure is nasty this technically isn't our first time fighting a dragon or dragon-like creature. I, yeah, I think that, that uh, was a, the dragon that killed Daswin was a dragon, but it just had the dragon type. This is mm. a true dragon right. with age categories and stuff. Yeah, man, I'm not trying to fucks around with this thing, so I'm also going to cast greater invisibility on myself. I'm not yeah, going to abandon nobody, <laughs> but I, I'm not trying As to. As someone who's this. invisible, don't worry, it's uh, super useful. And then Uhtred is going to fly... Well, I'm hasted, so that would be 120 feet, right? 60 feet? 90. Up to, up to plus 30. 90? Yep. Let me just... I'm pretty sure I have enough for this. Yeah. So Uhtred's going to use his move action to fly and end up like 10 feet 
behind the dragon. Like, yeah, kind of like so anybody that was on the ground, like if the dragon was facing it, facing them, Uhtred would now be on the backside of the dragon. Okay. And you said the dragon was five feet off the ground? It was either five or ten. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I'd like Is a little bit... Make a... Yeah, because okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end myself... Like, if it's five feet off the ground, I want to end myself... Either way, I want to end myself within a five-foot step to it. So I want, like, a five-foot step equivalent of space between me and right. the dragon. Yeah, uh, we'll say it's five feet off the ground. Okay. And that'll end Uchard's turn. Okay. Randolph. Yeah, um, this kind of sucks. I'm going to... Well, I want to get away from getting blasted again by a cone, but I'm pretty close to the edge, and I don't want to go that way, just in case. I'm going to... I, I probably should have added this from Teobloth's, uh questions for the stat block. Uh, you would know that this that this dragon can use its breath weapon once every 1d4 rounds. So it is possible that it can use it two rounds in a row, but not likely. So, okay. I think if I if I roll a one, that means it has to go one round without using its breath weapon. Or I think I... that checks out. Yeah, sounds about right. So, I the first thing I want to do is heal the uh, the damage off myself. And okay. without breaking invisibility, I will do that. I'll cast a old Cure Moderoto. Oh, yeah. Huge. So, I'm going to heal for 24. And for my move action... I'm going to hastily move 30, right? With haste. Normally I'm 20, but with haste I'm 30. 40. Oh, 40? 40, yep. Oh, that's, that's right. Double double your speed up to plus 30. Okay. And Thelias is going to take a double move. He can move 60, right? Because he's a beast. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> instead of having him right on top of me, I'm going to start the flank. We're going to sort of diverge and next turn try and get around this thing. All right. That's it for me. All right, so the only two visible opponents are Elksy and Thalias. Uh, Teoblith is visible. Teoblith is visible. Yeah. Okay. He's just far away. Yeah. Um, I think this dragon is going to see Elksy as an elk because she hasn't done anything since like the dragon cleared the... Elsie hasn't done anything to dissuade him of that notion. <laughs> right. I mean, she tanked that fucking breath weapon, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so the dragon's actually going to five foot flap south, and it's going to full attack on Thalias. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That sucks. Luckily, he's a big chunky boy. It is lucky indeed. All right, so we'll start things off with a bite. This thing is just so aggro. I think it's just gonna. I think it's gonna power attack. Oh. And now, real quick, if Thalias' yeah. HP goes to zero, what happens again? He is banished into your consciousness for 24 hours. And then he and comes during, back and he's fine. He I back think. At half, I think. Yeah, he he manifests at half health, but otherwise, yeah. And okay. Like in the meantime, like you can't, you don't, you don't get any of like the passive bonuses, and you right. can't use like the, like the ten, the swift action tentacle attacks. 
or anything gotcha. like that. All right, so let's see. All right, this might end up helping you out with the loss, the the attack roll penalty. 30 to hit. Ah. Oh, yeah, matches. Uh, 20 to hit. Nope. Wow, natural one. Yep. Confirmed with another natural one. Yes. Dude, that's what happens when you attack Elias. Roll the kill. Yeah, did it? Roll did this kill. just happen uh, like a session or two ago? Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's get that fumble card before I do the rest of its full. Dude, time. I hope it's fall off a cliff or something. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, for a natural attack. For a natural attack, this is called battered. Uh, the dragon takes a minus two penalty on skill checks and saves for one d four hours. Oh, oh damn! Okay. Right. So the length of this fight, at the very least. <laughs> yep. Attack the lies, you get battered right back. Okay, and that's a thirty-three to hit. Ooh, that hits. Twenty-four to hit. Nope. And a thirty-one to hit. Yeah, it hits too. That's a lot of attacks, huh? I wasn't uh, yep. expecting quite so many. It gets a bite, two claws, a tail slop, and two wings. Yes. Oh my so, god! That makes sense. Yeah. All right, so it bites. Let's just go through these one at a time. That's thirty-five points of damage with power attack. Huh. Okay. Well, hmm. it misses on the claw, and then the second claw, it kind of like it super misses, and it like gouges its claw into the ground, and it like I don't know, it dinged its nail on a rock. Uh, and then I hit with the tail slap 25 points of damage okay and well, this don't look too good then it misses with a wing and then it hits Thalias with the second wing hopefully this wing is made of uh, I don't know feathers or something paper or something that doesn't do more than 3 damage that's 21 points of damage oh He's at negative uh, 18. All right. Are you dead? So it's Thelias. Thelias. Oh. Thelias is shunted into Randolph's consciousness. Ow. Oh, that means we lose uh, the Thelias aura, too. That sucks. Yep. Okay, Arginus. <laughs> um. And this, this dragon just, like, lays into Thelias and with the final buffet of its wing Thalias just kind of splatters into the air as like this liquefied ectoplasm and swirls around and Randolph you feel like one of like the hardest concussive headaches you've ever gotten this is the first time you've felt Thalias essentially be slain yeah and seeing his uh handiwork the dragon says all too easy i'll cut you all down one at a time all right we we lost a uh we lost a somewhat valuable companion well you shut your fucking mouth (laughs) somewhat (laughs) valuable (laughs) unbelievable well well right but i know for a fact that random can bring a back out at one point or another like he's not gone forever um fucking uh i guess copy paste uh or actually i'm gonna do ball lightning all right all right um caster level check here we go 15 nope or just kind of fizzles 
Yeah. All right. Tealith. Okay. Do something. Yeah, it's about time. Uh, Tealith is going to... He's going to float right where he is. Um, and absolutely nails the fly check to hover. Yep. And he is going to full attack with the longbow. Uh, not deadly aimed, but rapid shot, many shot. So the first attack is a negative one. Oh my god. So I'm going to roll this a single attack to confirm this. It'll be at a negative two just to match it. Also, you said negative, and I think you meant natural. Yeah, natural one. Oh, shit. That's a 22 to confirm. That will confirm. Oh, my. Okay. So, Dealith has... Uh, I shot my foot. I take 1d2 points of dex damage, and my speed is halved until healed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think Dealith was a bit more shaken up from that... Uh, close encounter uh, down the waterfall than he uh, is willing to admit. I guess. But that's one dex damage, thankfully. Alright. Yeah. Alright, All right, what else you got? The second attack is a 25 to hit. 25 does not hit. And the third attack is a natural 20 for a 31 to hit. That will hit. But the 13 is not going to confirm. Correct. So it's taking... 15 damage from the long, from the one shot. Alright, that's the first bit of damage this thing has taken. Oh. Sorry, I have one more attack from the haste. Oh, okay. Yes. That's a Magic. natural 20. <laughs> You've redeemed yourself. You really did. Uh, and that is a 30 to confirm. 30 confirms. <laughs> yes. Oh, let's see. Piercing, piercing. Alright, so piercing crit. This is a surprise opening. Uh, double damage and one free attack against the target at a minus five penalty. Yo, oh, I would yeah. be so surprised if an archer first shot himself in the foot, then <laughs> winged two arrows <laughs> off to the side, and then hit me with that. So, the, wow. the damage is 34 and 10 is 44 damage. Wow. And then I get another shot at a minus five penalty, and that does not hit. Okay. Up next is Uhtred. It looks like there's 10 feet of space between us. Yes. And with haste, a uh, five-foot step is 10 feet, right? No. Right. <laughs> well, Uhtred's going to use his move action to fly up. Okay. Then he's going to cast a shocking grass spell. And then okay. he's going to try and deliver it through Valo. Um, since he can't take a full round. All right. Oh, yeah, baby. That's uh, 35 with a 17 on the dice for a crit threat. That crits. And that then a 30 to hit, or to confirm. 30 will confirm against its flat-footed AC minus 2. Damn. That's one of those rare instances where my confirm was less than the actual roll, because I rolled a 2. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, a, that was um, bad. <laughs> Now, before anything else happens, I need a caster level check versus its spell resistance. Yeah, um, I actually had a question on that. I was thinking about it. Mm. In I was in what I was thinking about was if I crit with a spell and then the spell fails the caster level check, would I still on the crit card get no. the magic option? No. Okay. No. Just the caster level check. Mm-hmm. 
It's a twenty-two. Twenty-two fails. All right, so we have a slashing crit. Yeah, honestly, the slashing I think was the one you wanted. This is a shattered jaw, normal damage, and one con damage, and the target cannot speak or bite until healed. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking huge. Now, obviously that means it can't use its bite attack. What is that in relation to its breath weapon? It can still use its breath weapon. Yeah. It should have like um, a small percentage to not be accurate. Like <laughs> my jaw's hanging out. I, I missed my mark. <laughs> it's like coming back from the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll breathe on you. <laughs> can't is it chaotic? <laughs> the dragon? Yes. Okay. Um, so I got to roll another 2d6. And actually, I need to roll 3d6 because I had used the arcana point to put flaming on my scimitar. Yep. Okay. So it's going to be nine. No, I'm sorry. It's going to be 16 slashing damage and three fire damage. All right. Randolph. The felling of Thelias um, really pisses me off. Uh, so I'm going to go with this thing pretty hard. Okay. Five foot stepperoo right up into it and full attack. All right. A 34 to hit. 34 hits. Okay, that'll be for 21 damage plus 3 acid. And the second attack is an 18, which you don't even have to tell me. Okay, tell me anyway. And with my third attack from Hasteru, 17. Dang. Oh, it's all the green, too. (laughs) I know. I'm missing my flanking pal and uh, rolling bad. Okie dokie. That's... I wish I could have avenged Goliath slightly harder, but that's okay. Yep. I'm still mad. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Alexi looks absolutely terrified, but she's going to five-foot step up in full attack. She's a good elk. <laughs> All right, this is a 35 to hit with Alexi's gore. That hits. Natural one on the hoof. And that's going to be a... 31 to confirm, which does not confirm. And then second hoof, a 28, which misses. All right, so that's a gore. I don't know if I've brought this up before, but for Elksy specifically, I am using the automatic bonus progression rule, uh, which is something you can use uh, to kind of keep your characters, like there's like like the big six, in Pathfinder of magic items like a cloak of resistance, a belt, a headband, a ring of protection, and like the game kind of expects you to have those bonuses as you level up to stay up to par with certain challenge ratings. Automatic bonus progression gives you those bonuses as you level up at the cost of some of your wealth by level. Uh, so since Elksy doesn't really have any equipment, uh, I've kind of done that. But long story short, Elksy. Uh, Elksy has an enhancement bonus on her natural attacks. So she will cut through the dragon's DR and deal 11 points of damage. Okay. And now it's the umbral dragon's turn, and it doesn't give a fuck about any of you guys. It's going to go after Teoblith. That's good. 
That's for the best. Um, <laughs> and that movement will provoke from Uhtred, Elksy, and Randolph. Hell yeah. You want to go after our back line? You got to take it from our front line. Yep. God damn it. I swing and a miss. That's a natural 20 for a 43 oh. to confirm. That'll confirm. Elksy missed with her gore. Okay, so Uhtred slashing crit, you've got some momentum. Double damage and plus two on all your attack rolls for one round. Oh, ah, that's pretty cool. Damn, homie, that's like the perfect time to get the, right? I mean, in between. Right. So on next a, round, you're at. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right, it is. And Too bad it d- just flew across the entire map, though. Well, good thing oh, I'm hasted with night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another 3d6. Uh, double damage, I can just add the crit damage there, that plus nine, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then roll your 2d6 for being chaotic. And one for the flaming. Oh, okay. Um, so that's going to be 33 slashing damage and one fire. So it flies straight for Teoblith. Can't use its bite. Fucking huge. Before it attacks, I'm going to use my uh, my danger sight ability again. Give myself a plus mm-hmm. five to AC. Okay. Uh, that's going to vital strike with a claw. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still going to power attack. 30. Yeah, that hits. Ah. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Mm. Wow, that was a good number, roll. Alex. Uh, <laughs> it's because they're D6s, dude. <laughs> I thought we mean, said you weren't allowed to roll those anymore. So, Teoblith takes 46 points of damage. Alright, so five of that goes to the Ablative Barrier, and then another 22 of it goes to my uh, uh, my Mind Barrier. So Your what? Mind Barrier. It's uh, one of my Abjuration abilities. Um, it's Basically, because I haven't been hit in a while, it's just been on for a long time. Um, as a swift action, you expend one point of mental focus to create a shield of mental energy that protects you from harm. It protects a total of two points of damage per occultist level. It lasts until the start of your next turn or until exhausted. So, it just stays there until I take damage. That breaks it. Okay. So, and that, does tw- uh, that, hit, that takes 22 points of damage from it. Okay. Also, um, I believe we said that you, you asked if it could just be assumed that you cast a Blade of Barrier at the beginning of the day. I said yes, but 11 hours later, it will not be on, and this is the end of the day. You guys were setting up camp, so oh, your Blade yep. of Barrier is exhausted. Fair enough. Okay, so my Mind Barrier takes 22 of that, and I take 24. Yes. Boo. Still, ow. Fucking Vital Strike. Yep. Arginus. I mean, our genius is trying. <laughs> like, there's nothing <laughs> he could do. Uh, He's I more mean, lighter I, fluid. I, I guess, <laughs> yeah. More lighter fluid. Um, our, our genius is uh, going to do a uh, fireball again <laughs> out of, like, essentially desperation at this point. All right. <sighs> 23? 23 fails. Oh, my God. Like, it's Jeez. got minus two to its save. Or, uh, that doesn't it's matter for this. Nope. God. He's not even it. getting oh. to the reflex save. This is when it sucks to be a sorcerer. I mean... All right, Tia Bluff. It's not even rolling that shitty. 
Yeah. Uh, Teal is going to float back five feet. And uh, he's going to cast a mirror image on himself. The dragon does have 15 feet of reach, specifically with its bite. <laughs> but it doesn't have its bite. I know. Oh. That's what he's saying. I, I, he I doesn't didn't get hear the, the assault initially. Yeah. <laughs> no salt. I'm just like, that was so freaking huge. At What's the duration on that where it can't use its bite? Was that like rounds Until or healed. Or? Until healed. Got it. It took it took one con, one con damage. And so basically it can't use its bite until that con damage is healed. Okay. All right. So I have six mirrors. All right. And I'm going to uh, reactivate that mind barrier. You can do that as a move action? Swift action. It's a swift action to give yourself a 22 hit point bubble? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I can do it as an immediate action by spending two points of focus instead of one. Okay. Uhtred. Yeah. Uhtred is going to fly up. Yeah, I think Uhtred is going to cast... Uh, fly up, cast a chill touch, and try and deliver it through a scimitar. That's a 19 on the die for a 37, and then a 43 confirm. I look away for two seconds, and you confirm a crit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's Uhtred, yes. <laughs> yep. Um, All right. Give me a caster level check for spell resistance. 28. All right. You get through yes! the spell resistance. So the slashing crit here is called hamstring, normal damage, and 1d2 dex damage, and the target is knocked prone. Ooh. Um, the magic crit is called cut off for magic, normal damage, and the target cannot cast spells or use spell-like abilities for 1d4 rounds. Oh, well, we're fucking going with that for sure. I know it just used its breath weapon, but like... I, well, I don't... Is, is a breath weapon a spell-like ability, or is it supernatural? Uh, that's a good question. Breath weapons are supernatural. Okay, so um, that wouldn't affect Here's... All right, we have we have a bit of a rules... Uh, corner case rules uh, problem, though. Because he's technically flying. Can he be knocked prone? Nope. Uh, umbral dragons... Uh, Man, don't give him any ideas. What was that? <laughs> have a ability called Umbral Scion. They have negative energy affinity, which means they are treated as undead versus negative energy. So Uhtred's chill touch will actually heal it. No, um, it won't. And when I use chill touch to attack an undead, instead of it... It's not undead. It is healed by negative energy, but it's not undead. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the, your 1d6 the rules is conundrum. The rules conundrum is, I just looked up, can you critically heal? And the answer is no, but I feel like that should prevent it from, that should prevent the m magic crit option, but Uhtred would still have the slashing crit option. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's a magical attack, technically. Like, uh, take, for example, the, the, the summoning of, uh, I think it was way back. Like, it opened up the portal to that other place, and it brought out, uh, uh, like, yeah. a summoned creature. This is still a magical attack, which could do any number of things. Yeah. 
Any other thoughts on that? Um, I don't think I never the, have crit, thoughts. the option of the magical crit should be taken away because, yes, it's it's healing you, so it's not doing its intended design of damage, but the magical effect is still happening, which is what the magical crit effect comes off of. Like if when I hit when you know I didn't have the shocking grass because of the spell resistance, I didn't get that option. This isn't saying the chill touch doesn't go off. It's just saying, whoopsie. It actually isn't a bad thing, but it still goes off, or he wouldn't get the healing. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, the the way magic crits tend to be kind of explained away is that it's like you're kind of breaking the rules of magic with them. So like it's it's just producing an unintended extra effect. Yeah. And I feel like that would still happen even if the spell doesn't quite the original spell doesn't have the effect that you think it will on the on yeah. the enemy like the so spell like, still functions exactly as it's supposed to it normally does it just doesn't hurt this particular guy like right. you didn't change the spell to be like oh no the damage is now healing yeah so There's like, an argument in my head that says since the the damage can't be criticaled so the critical effect shouldn't take place but i can't like because that's just how everything fits into place logically but i'm i find myself also agreeing with your arguments so i think we'll just do that all right now that we had kangaroo court um (laughs) what exactly were the options of the card one this magic said no more spells basically for it for one d4 rounds yeah normal damage and it cannot use spells or spell like abilities for one d4 rounds is there a save versus that nope and the oh, ham, shit. and the hamstring. Good thing, good thing I didn't hit one of you guys with that. <laughs> and the hamstring was normal damage and one d two dex damage, and the target is knocked prone, but it's flying, so that part doesn't matter. All right, then we'll go with the magic option. Okay. Okay. So now I need to roll for the chill touch, and the damage I roll is actually going to be a heal. Yep. Yeah. Why don't Save you luck a four, one d six, a four, a four. You happy? All right. Sure, yeah. Keep going. Alright, so let's see. It was 20... 28 slashing damage and one fire damage. Stop me if you've heard that before. It was normal normal damage. damage. Yeah. Oh, was it normal damage? Yeah. Alright, so uh, then it was just 18 slashing damage and one fire damage. Alright. And can I roll the 1d4 for how many rounds? Sure. Boom, four. Very nice. Uh, Dragon is looking... uh, It's no less angry than when it started, but it is definitely looking like you guys are dealing a good amount of damage to it. Um, It is now Randolph's turn. Okay. It's kind of far away. Yep. You could charge it. Oh. You could charge it. Then I will. Because you have haste, so you could charge it. Hell yeah, brother. Charge with all my might, scythe, full attack. Thirty. Do I get a bonus for charge? Plus two. Thirty-three. Thirty-three hits. This is a big one. Uh, Twenty-four plus five acid. All right. Uh, Uhtred is flying. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Elksy has a clean shot to charge. Uh, oh, Randolph is going to take an attack of opportunity as he closes the distance. I am. 
Yes, because it has a 10 foot reach. Wait, it is or I am? It's attacking you. Oh, okay. I believe power attack is still on. At least it can't vital strike an attack of opportunity. Mm hmm. That's 27 points of damage, or 27 to hit. I was going to say, just takes it. <laughs> just skip right to the end. Uh, yeah. All right. That hits. It's close. Bastard. That's 24 points of damage. Wow. It was almost the damage. Or almost the attack. <laughs> we, traded, we traded our... Uh, it's like, all right, I'll do 24, then you do 24. <laughs> all right, it's Alexi's turn. Charge. Natural 19, that's critical threat. Oh. Yeah, Alexi. Why are you so, like, ecstatic about this critical threat on Alexi? No, Alexi's, no, Alexi's dealing a Oh, 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 threat. my bad. I thought it was taking <laughs> No, that's... I totally... I know what you mean, Nick. That's, that would be par for the course. You're right. Got a huge rage boner to kill Elksy. <laughs> uh, plus two bonus for charging. 29. That confirms just exactly. Oh. So this is a piercing attack with the antlers? Yes. All right. Yes. This... Okay, this dragon is blown back. Uh, that's double damage, and the target is knocked prone. Ha! Huh. It's right. on the ground this time. <laughs> now it actually goes prone. Tell me I'm wrong. You are, because it didn't get knocked prone last time, because Nick took the other crit. Ow! Oh. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me in check, man. <laughs> that was uh, one of the best 4d8 I've ever rolled. Uh mm -hmm. Elksy deals 49 points of damage. Oh my god. What? What in the world? Through the dragon's heart. <laughs> That's a good place to deal it. And it takes one final shuddering flap of its wings back away from Elksy's gore attack before it uh, reels back screaming assassins and then it falls back onto its wings and they crumple beneath the dragon and it lays dead wow uh, that was getting hairy i have not that much hp <laughs> i'm all right Elksley. um <laughs> ardenas comes out of uh his invisibility is like and what were you oh. doing? Elksy shouts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. After seeing like three fireballs go off and the dragon just shrug it away. Yeah. A, a lightning, like it wasn't even just one. It was like yeah. multiple things. Uh, it's like, uh, just, uh, I'm uh, sorry I wasn't more, uh, uh, I wasn't more effective out there on the field there. But uh, can, can I just ask the question of where the hell did this thing come from? You went off Elksy the edge, is. and then next thing you know, you have a dragon following you. Uh, that's just the butt end of a, of a really silly joke that I don't know the punchline. The punchline is that we're actually alive. Elsie is like quivering. Uh, hoof. Head, head to hoof. And uh, like still kind of bowed forward uh haven't hasn't quite like stood up out of its uh like gore attack that it dealt and she just looks uh like in shock well you fought well 
that was a good charge at the end. Here, let me uh, let me help you out a little bit here. And Teoblith will cast a Cure Serious Wounds on Elksy. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because Matt keeps having new characters, so it makes sense Randolph would be like, another fucking guy trying to step on my toes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Not trying to step on toes, just like I'm showing my appreciation for the valiant effort that that elk just put in at probably saving my life <laughs> yeah you're lucky because uh i'm watching you things could have potentially gotten really out of hand if this thing was allowed to go one more time yeah uh yep because it had a lot of attacks against a lot it's, of targets here yeah and it and or its breath weapon uh was refreshed can i just ask was that a random encounter no, it was not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was, randomly put a dragon at us. It was, it was an encounter that you guys miraculously avoided by teleporting to the top of the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, screaming, Tiablith, is the thing that woke this thing up. Not screaming, my echolocation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. That's how that spell works now in my head. <laughs> it's <laughs> So um, what you're saying is, even when we manage to stumble across the easy way, we just backtrack and still do it the hard way. Yeah. Full completion, um, baby. Now, look, th- there's there's some give and take here, because this, this thing is an extremely territorial dragon. Like, just... It is written in the book just how protective this thing is of its territory, and it would have eventually spotted you up here while you were camping. Um, so you're now, welcome is basically the gist of it. Well, so on one hand, <laughs> uh, like if you had encountered it flying up, that dispel magic tactic that it employed would have been its favorite tactic throughout the entire fight. Uh, and everybody would have been in the air, and this thing could, with a 200-foot fly speed, this thing can run circles around you, even ha- even while you're hasted. Fly circles around you, even. Um, so it could have just stayed out of everybody's reach, except, you know, Teobliths with the bow, and just spammed Dispel Magic. Um, on the other hand, like, I, since you bypassed this encounter, I wasn't about to punish you by having it just, like, sneak up to the camp from the sky and like you know go balls to the wall even though it might have been able to like it would have been like all dramatic about assassins and shit and everybody would have had a chance to wake up and it wouldn't have been like this devastating surprise round well matt didn't give Uh, you that chance right and then so (laughs) matt was like i'm gonna go check out the waterfall i was like ah shit all right well i better get a perception check right he's like i'm gonna cast echolocation oh can you remind me what that does again uh dragons can hear it and i was like well Just no chance it doesn't happen now. Announcing my location <laughs> to the dragon. Yeah, this is just yeah. like so much more sweeter too because of like Matt's character and how it's yeah. this arrogant. Like I've been around so long, I'm so smart <laughs> to go check this waterfall. Like 300 years. Yo, if this thing, like it had, it had a caster level of seven <laughs> with its sorcerer spells, so. Like it, it had a higher chance than hi, had a higher chance to fail than to pass with its dispel magic. But if it passed, like 
fucking that would have been it it would have like <laughs> it wouldn't have been like i wonder if there's anybody else up on the cliff it would have dropped teobleth and then followed him down through the mist and just consumed <laughs> him that would have I been mean, the best character death <laughs> yet. <laughs> Wake up a sleeping dragon, get dispelled. Ah! Every, meanwhile, everyone else up on the cliff, like they hear assassins, and like, what? Huh? What was that? And they look over the cliff, and there's nothing because he's already <laughs> yeah. like pursued Teoblith into the mist, and they're like, hmm. Huh. <laughs> they just never see Teoblith ever again. And Major just got suicidal. done saying how like that's how he expects them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, so uh what's everybody doing? Uh Elksy just got healed for how much? Uh twenty four. Okay. And I'm gonna hit yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit myself with one of those two. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna bring the rest of my heals uh on whoever needs them. I certainly do. Elksy could use another one of those twenty fours. Oh, you guys got the same healing. That's cute. Yeah. Um well <laughs> while they're healing Teobleth's going to fly back down the cliff to find this guy's lair and see what he had hiding yeah, in there. that's what Boutrude's going to do, too, because I was just going to ask, like, Dragon Lord, there's so maniacs. much. Did they have lairs or, like, hordes in Pathfinder like they do other things? Yep, Actual yep. maniacs. Yeah, yeah I hope there's no baby dragons yeah, in Sometimes there. they have clutches. I, I, we just killed Papa Dragon, so I'm not worried about baby dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, oh. What if this was Baby Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> There's an elder I'm, black dragon. I've never announced that I've let my greater invisibility go, so sucks to be well, too. That's, that's one round per level, so by the time you get over the cliff, right, fair I think uh, you'll be out of that. Anybody who wants to, though, can give me a uh, knowledge geography check. Okay. Uh, also, real I quick, think. when my greater invisibility runs out, because I don't trust Axel one bit, I'm going to use my ring to go invisible as I go over. <laughs> you don't trust what all me? Uh, 15 for geography. Okay. Or or local, I think. Uh, time you can apply you can apply that role to whichever modifier is higher. Got a 25 on the geography. 21 okay. geography. I don't have either. Uchard, you have heard stories of a legendary umbral dragon named Sicknavier. It's its lair is very far from here. Actually, uh over Sicknavier hails from the Hungry Mountains, uh, which I believe is very far to the southeast from where you are. Uh but you know that uh Sicknavier had a a clutch of umbral dragons that uh you know, went out to find their own lairs. Uh, and as an umbral dragon, uh, being on the material plane would actually kind of stand out quite a lot. They're usually not... They're usually either on, like, the negative energy plane or uh, maybe, like, the boneyard. They're, it's not impossible to find one on the material plane, but it's very rare. So you would see that this is an umbral dragon. You would be reminded of the story of uh, Sicknavier. You know that one of its spawn was named Shunvexus, and you know that Shunvexus uh, chose his lair somewhere in uh, Verilich. And you would venture a guess that this is, was Shunvexus. As umbral dragons, they are not exactly uh, the family-friendly dragons. Like, they don't care for each other. And 
the fact that it was shouting about assassins, you, you might even think that perhaps it was expecting, like, perhaps within its own family was expecting, like, someone to come try to kill it to take its uh, its home in the uh, the Verlich Mountains. But yeah, so you guys, uh, let's see, Uhtred activates his ring of invisibility, goes over the side. Uh, Teoblith, are you invisible? No. Are you, uh, you still have uh, echolocation on? Yep, that's a mm-hmm. 10 minutes per level duration. All right, just making sure. Uh, I feel like the waterfall would kind of not be quite be sensory overload, but would definitely be uh, quite a distraction with echolocation on. Um, but thanks to the echolocation, you are aware of a rather large opening in the cliff wall behind the waterfall. It's about 80 feet above the base of the cliff. So you would actually have to go into the mist, but with your fly speeds, it's, you know, you're not going to be in it for all that long. All right. Well, once we get close to it, I'll like, I would say just motion to Uhtred because I imagine we're probably trying to keep pretty close. Well, I don't know where he is. So if he's actually, yes, I do. I have, I have like permanency invisibility right now because of my mental focus. Yep. And your echolocation. Oh yeah. So like, yeah, just trying to stay close to him. I'll, I'll motion, you know, to where the cave opening is and motion for him to follow me in. Uchard will follow. Our genius would too. Okay. Uh, so Randolph is still up on the, uh, the top I'm of the not cliff. going down there. Yeah, right. no way. Yeah. Randall's yeah, up there with Elksy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys yeah. can't fly at the moment, so it makes sense. And we're playing triage. Yeah, you, know, you guys were the ones that yep. got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so this cave extends 100 feet back. After 100 feet, it very suddenly drops into a 50-foot deep pit. At the bottom of the pit, your dancing lights reveal the the shimmering reflections of thousands of coins. Whoa. And your detect magic would uh, be informing you of several magical items in this dragon's hoard that we will identify next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Awesome. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.